You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. I was thinking initially, right? It's it's halfway through 2021. Mm-hmm. We started the year with Connor, and midway through, we're gonna have another Connor fight. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's also Mark Striegel's birthday. Happy birthday! Tomorrow, and it's tomorrow, someone's birthday the on the day 20- after. There you go. Six two four UFC legend Gabe. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> ESPN's looking e- for another anchor, man. You gotta go true. for it. No, we're, we're a package deal. We're a package deal. <laughs> Well, it's um, you in between rounds and DC. Ooh, how good oh, is that? That's going to be a good one. Uh huh. But that's I'm pretty sure you're just going to fight with him because you're going to talk about John Jones a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it'll be a good one. You know, it'll be a good one. The bad guy and in between rounds. Oh, oh that will be very good. Marks yeah, we, on marks on marks. That's true. I like how he breaks down stuff. I agree with most of his stuff. I even see his side when he predicts stuff that don't happen. Oh, I think the only prediction he got right was Usman. That's it. Everything else was wrong. I love his outlandish predictions, to be honest. Yeah. They're so entertaining. They're so different. It's, 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 it's one of those things, right, guys? Yeah. And I bring that to you because, yeah, it, he always says that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been, like, really interested in Ariel Helwani's decision to leave ESPN, Mm. right? Because like for the longest time, he made it seem like ESPN was the goal, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess for a lot of sports commentators, ESPN seems to be the goal, right? Mm -hmm. But he was only there for a year and he's coming back to where he came from, BT Sports, MMA Fighting, that's how i got i got to know him actually i just i downloaded the mma fighting app and it was him interviewing people so it's like a full it's like a yeah i don't know he's made a full circle already with with his career and now he's going back to where he started the mma hour is back he's got an exclusive spotify deal he's with bt sport and youtube Mm -hmm. i don't know so i'm thinking is it because he just wasn't given the creative freedom that he has with BT Sport and the MMA Hour and MMA Fighting. I don't know. Hmm. I, I have a thing with. I have a feeling ESPN is very. They're very corporate, in a sense that maybe yeah. they don't understand MMA like how Ariel wants to report MMA. Mm, that's a I good mean, one. I mean, the the show with DC is good because they're a good tandem. But I, I think he wants some creative freedom freedom to do other things, but. I mean, look, they still have Stephen Amell. Stephen, not Stephen Amell. That's that's Stephen a, that's a, a Smith. Yeah, Stephen Amell is a freaking actor. Arrow, the green. Yeah, the arrow. arrow. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith. He's still around. He still has like those hot takes. So I feel like this kind of this company, as much as it is the end, the people think it's the end all be all. I think with a progressive sport like UFC, it's not necessarily yeah, it's the not case. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. MMA, yeah, in MMA in general, and I think that's also if you think about it how ufc is and let's say even like wwe like just going to the wwe or ufc that's not the end-all be-all there's still other promotions and yeah look pfl you got bellator and still people make a name so it's it's a great time to be an mma fan and because i feel like also he kind of stopped having guests on his shows that's true that's very true right like Mm mm-hmm I mean, you don't have Dylan Dennis on the show anymore. You don't have other fighters. <laughs> like ESPN, He's the first example you thought of. The legend, bro. The icon. Mm-hmm. The sex symbol. Uh, yeah. So, 
it's like ESPN would never allow someone like Dylan Dennis on any mm-hmm. of their airwaves. Really, that's the truth. I'm surprised they got Jake Paul. Well, I think that goes to show that maybe ESPN is on oh, yeah. numbers. Maybe, maybe. And not Dylan Denise. <laughs> Dylan Denise. Right? So you might be right. Maybe they don't understand how Ariel likes to report MMA mm-hmm. or combat sports in general. So that makes perfect sense. Here's the here's the thing. Who would you want to replace Ariel Helwani? He's kind of an irreplaceable figure now. You know what I would want actually? It would be really funny if they had the schmo in DC. <laughs> oh that would be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. I, I love the schmo. This schmo is fun. I love, I love his gimmick. I love yeah. his gimmick. It's so unique. It's so funny. This is the schmo. And it's the like schmo. he's yeah. It's like it's not a presser if you don't have the schmo asking a question. And he's not asking like those hard hitting questions. Yeah, he's just he's asking like questions. Yeah. That's fun. He's been able to penetrate the UFC quite easily mm-hmm. because he just doesn't really ask sensitive questions. He just has fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone has so much fun interviewing him. Mm-hmm. And we could do the same thing. Honestly. I know. We could do the same In between thing. rounds. Hey. Dana. Well, Dana just, I'm, I'm watching an interview with him. He was saying he doesn't he doesn't listen to the social medias and the blah the, the hate and I'm stuff sure, like that. Sure so I I think DMs. I know I have a feeling like he this didn't even this was even a blip on his radar that Ariel's leaving ESPN. He's like, oh okay, that guy was yeah. banned one time. Yeah, <laughs> I think he has favorites. Yeah, I'm sure. Who's the, the guy? Might be his favorite actually. No, I I have a feeling there's this guy that always opens UFC pressers. He's 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 the big dude, like kind of chubby and like stout. I think it's always because he's just like there first. But he, I think Dana likes him asking the hard hitting questions because he knows how to phrase it right. I forgot yeah, his it name though. Seem like he's yeah. being aggressive. He's I actually not, don't know his yeah. name also. Yeah. He mentioned it one time. He's like, go ahead, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, okay. So I have a feeling, but that's like the sort of journalism that, you know, that's respected, right? <laughs> That's yeah, like exactly, he's yeah. he's never gonna cross a line. He's never gonna ask Eddie Alvarez, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, you know? like, yeah. <laughs> I love that press conference, man. Who was that guy, by the way? Just some random dude. He's just an oh. audience member. He just made it seem like he was part of the press. That's hilarious. And Connor didn't even plant him. No, dude, that was epic. That's, yeah. Oh man, can't plan that. Yeah, but he he got severely banned. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, hundred percent. He's never gonna be. At a pre- public press conference ever again. No, he's marked for life. But yeah, it, it's a it's a bit of a changing of the tides, I would say, in terms of uh, media that cover MMA. Like, yeah, I know, I know that uh, it was just like us. We cover MMA. Yeah, we do. We, we technically we're not on like a major network or anything. Mm-hmm. We're not even on a small network. Yeah, we're on our own goddamn network. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, yeah. You got to love the times now, but it also brings a lot of clout and noise to the unnecessaries. But what I wanted to say was it was it's it's a it's an interesting time because usually you'd have to rely on like the ESPNs to right, cover stuff. Right. But now it's like you rely on the star power, like the Nate Diaz is the Conor mm-hmm. McGregor's. Yeah. Um, what's that? Chael Sonnen was saying that the Diaz brothers intentionally are marketing geniuses. Like, in yeah. like, like case in point, Nate not knocking out Leon Edwards, just pointing at him. That's Fantastic. the best outcome. 
Instead of knocking him out, he's like, yeah, in a street fight, I would have won. I'm like, wow, that's a good answer to a question. Uh, He even brought up. didn't even hurt him one bit. Nope, it did not. Nick Diaz, not showing at a press conference to George St. Pierre, raised his stock even more that, you know, news outlets covered it. And when Dana said he'd pulled the plug and more people demanded for the fight, he's like, how can I pull the plug now? The Diaz brothers are above that media. They're legends, bro. And my point there is, it's like, Ariel leaving ESPN is not a bad thing. I have a feeling it's actually a good thing. I know ESPN is the, as you mentioned, like end all be all for some people, but not now, not this time. Mm -hmm. It's really not. I mean, look at the schmo. He's got his own thing. He's got his own YouTube channel. Dana White gets him, flew him to Fight Island. Dude. Right? I don't don't know if he flew him to Fight Island, but he got exclusive access. Yeah, true. Right? Got to interview Khabib. Mm. All sorts of big names. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's really interesting. Ariel Helwani is a huge MMA, you know, journalist. And you would think he would want to stay in a place like ESPN, right? But Mm -hmm. he brought up a great point that you don't need to be in ESPN Mm -hmm. to be like a leading, um, you know, body for UFC news. That's true. Here's the thing. What is our end all be all? For in between rounds, <laughs> the world. There we the go. Oh, <laughs> uh, YouTube. Realistically, it's YouTube. Yeah. And um, independent, like Chael Sonnen. I would like that. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. being flown to UFC events. Yeah. Or at least Pink. being invited to UFC events to cover. I, I would love that. Oh, yeah that's the goal it's gonna happen when the world's a better Asia, place right in, in Asia yeah to start i know they were actually thinking of having rose and zhang Weili in singapore or something so they want to expand to the asia market so who knows that's definitely gonna come yeah. and i mean like if a show like submission radio can get dana white on and conor mcgregor i'm pretty sure we, we could get to that level Fingers crossed. Submission yeah. Radio. I look up to that. They have yeah. really good interviews with Colby. It's like, it's always yeah. Colby loves going there. I love that. Sh- Dude, I love it. I, I think I linked you to his most recent one with that. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. It's like, it seems like whenever Colby's out, he's always in Submission Radio. That's the dream. That's the mm-hmm. dream. That's what we're, what we're doing is so here's, similar he, to what I Okay, what if we, we keep getting Mark Striegel and he becomes the champion and it's 100%. like, yo, then he's gonna this be number one. Then he's always going to go to in-between rounds yeah. for your latest news on Mark Striegel. <laughs> exactly. Be a number one source for everything Mark Striegel. Here's, okay, here's a question. Um, don't you think we have to be a little, like, more unbiased? Because we're pretty biased. And I kind of like that with, with how we deliver well, the news. I think you fill that role perfectly, right? I think you're always objective. No, I get a little by it. I don't. I do. I think yeah, you're always objective. You make the smart picks. And so. <laughs> so you're allowed to. Okay. All right. If, if that's how I come across, I'll be the I'll be the straight edge guy. I'll be the 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 one that calls the line in the sand. You could be the mark, dude. I'm always the mark. Yeah, I don't think there's I mean yeah. as long as we're authentic, I think we'll be okay. That's a package right. deal. Uh yeah, it's a package deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I noticed. Um, when they were doing Fight Island for Dustin and Connor, they were doing media online, right? So mm. Connor guested on different MMA podcasts. Dustin did the same thing, and so did everyone else on the card. Right? Mm-hmm. So ideally, 
I would want our podcast to be on that list of podcasts yeah, that fighters be do interviews with. Right? Oh, so that'd be man. Cool. Um, That's the goal. So there's mm -hmm. no, I guess, authority for MMA news here mm -hmm. for UFC. So I don't think there is. Yeah. That's us. We're claiming it. We're claiming We're it, claiming ladies and gentlemen. It. You know, we'll get video. We'll... <laughs> We'll start getting like guests, UFC mm -hmm. guests and stuff. It's just much better, I yeah. think, to have guests with video. Yeah, I think so too. It adds that personal touch to it. And it also makes excellent screen caps for us to <laughs> say like, hey, we're here. While we're talking about this, we've come a pretty far way. We're about to, we're almost closing in on our one year, if you think about it. That's crazy, dude. I mean, when... We launched November, so November almost, almost. almost. We're almost on the Burr months, you know. That's we're in the Philippines, bro. yeah. How f from amazing. yeah, and and to think about how we were carefully uh, curating each episode, and now it's just like, all right, let's hit record. Because before we we're like, yo, we need yeah. to, let's, let's have this, let's talk about this. That's but it way. just seems like okay, yeah, UFC is just nonstop with stuff, and the reason we're doing this is because you know what, there's that. Calm before the Conor McGregor storm that's about to happen, so we can take this time to actually like kind of assess yeah. what we've what we've been doing so far. Exactly. Episode. This is episode thirty-three. Yeah, big thirty-three. So, you know, we wouldn't have made it this far if there wasn't anyone fucking with us, right? But there, there are people that fuck with. I know. With the podcast. So I we're would hear. Mm -hmm. Any, uh, I would. Leaving. <laughs> no, fucking, no, I'm not going. Mm. I don't fucking leave it. Mm. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, mm. actually, this this kind of opens up the point to people that are listening. I would really implore them to reach out to us. I would really want to know more, like what yeah. what got them hooked, what what makes them want to keep listening, and maybe yeah. we we'll even have them on if if ever we have exactly. You know, Send us yeah. an email if you want to be on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Or DM on Instagram. Yeah, DM on Instagram. Send us an email. Mm -hmm. um, I think all their information is either on Facebook or Instagram. So anywhere you go, yeah, you'll be able to find all the information you need to contact us. Exactly. Exactly. Mundo, right? So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we have video, I think that's going to take us to the next level. We'll Maybe steps fun with content and stuff. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. right? stream as well. Maybe so that'll be good. Yeah, well, not show so, fights, but like show like moments of fights. Yeah, hundred percent. We can react to him on and have like a fight companion thing going on. This the works, right? We were talking about this last year. Yeah. So yeah, we're slowly building it. Anyway, Legend. we are. We are. You know, we got to cover some MMA news. We Big do. news. A Anderson Silva won a crossover fight. Oh my goodness! Can you I, good okay? For him. Yeah, really good for him. I would say uh, he was. Who did he fight again? Julio Cesar Chavez. I didn't even know he was fighting until until after the fact. Really? I, I yeah. He I, I heard of this news and I was kind of scared. And you know what's really crazy? This Julio Cesar Chavez guy. He I, apparently he's as um it's a big as. Deal. Yeah, I would I would say um as Chael would say he's kind of a knucklehead or a bonehead. Like, or a bonehead. Yeah, apparently he's kind of a, the a bad boy in boxing. It's like he got a, a check for a million uh dollars for one fight, then he actually jumped into the pool and the check got ruined or something like that. Anyway, he asked Anderson Silva, who is already in his 40s by the way, 
to come in at 182 pounds. 46 that's years old. Yeah, 46 years old. 182 pounds. That's that's the weight they they agreed to. So that's like a little shy of his his yeah. his middle weight. And this Julio Cesar Chavez guy, he missed weight. Oh, he missed weight. He missed weight and he had to give 10% of his purse, which is a hundred thousand oh, dollars to Anderson God. Silva. Can you imagine that's that? That's crazy. He's, how he's the a one that made the clause. Who missed yeah. weight? Against a retired UFC vet that's going into boxing. How crazy, crazy is that? Yeah, right? That's unbelievable. And I know. And it's it's crazy. And to think about what Anderson did to him, I know it was a decision, but he looked crisp. I saw the highlights. Pretty good. But man, who is this guy? And like that is insane. Yeah. Well, I got I got three words for you. Testosterone replacement therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Anderson Silva feels good. You think? I know, dude. He doesn't look that. He doesn't look Vitor Belfort like. I mean, enough to give him, you know, a little bit of that young man's juice, timing, and the speed. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, yeah, I it was just you said it. Right? True. I just I don't know the long term effects of that. I know it's supposed to be good, but for competition, it gives you a slight edge. It gives you a big edge, but. With this one, I think, I don't know. I, I really like that he won, and I want him to retire already. How about you? Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think it's just something I know that he's wanted to do, boxing, mm-hmm. and he did it, and he won. I think that's fine. But I have a feeling, it's don't you think these... These fighters, they want like, oh, I have, vic- I have one more in me. That's the victory. Yeah, like I want, he did I want say more. he didn't know what he wants to do next, but... I'm pretty sure they're going to find an opponent for him. Who would be the best opponent for him if we're doing the celebrity boxing fights? Logan Paul. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just joking, dude. Um, I don't think he wants to fight celebrities. I think he wants to fight real fighters. That's true. He's not into the trash yeah. talk. Yeah, I think he still wants to compete at he his level. Though. Pacquiao, actually. Dude, the <laughs> weight discrepancy? <laughs> Come on. Is he is he too big? He's too big, right? So yeah, I think Manny's like 120 at most. Oh, he's 180. Yeah. He's... I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that would be that would be a freak show fight, though. I would see that. I would pay to see that fight happen. Dude, how about can I just segue into this really quickly? Marlon go for it. won last week. Yeah, Cheeto. let's go. That's that's a different person, right? Che- no, he's the same person. We keep talking about Marlon, Marlon, Marlon Chito Vera. Vera. There we go. Yeah. So just how good is Sean O'Malley, bro? He's not because he lost. <laughs> just how good is Sean O'Malley? The thing is, we're not going to know because, he, again, he's facing an unranked opponent. We talked about this last week. Give him a real test, you guys. I think he's ready. I think, I think Sean O'Malley is going to beat him in a rematch for sure, 100%. Oh, you think he's gonna rematch Cheeto? Man, they're padding his record. I think he should get a big test already. He's he's been I, consistent. I think right? they're gonna meet eventually. I think they're gonna meet again, and they're both gonna be in the top five when it happens. Oof. You think like this rivalry is gonna be a thing? Okay, I think it's, it's a real thing, dude, for sure. Well, yeah, Cheeto is the first one to serve him his first loss, right? So mm-hmm. Cheeto well, looks dope, and he's like blonde, dude. You should yeah he looks pretty cool like he grew out his hair this time it looks Mm -hmm. it's all right he looks crazy he looks like someone you don't mess around with (laughs) 
But yeah, um, mm-hmm. Anderson Silva, good for him. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he fought again. Uh huh. But I don't think I would. I would like count the days. Yeah, for an fight. Anderson Silva. I didn't even Silva know. Fight. I didn't even yeah. know. He was pretty low key about it. I, I I only heard it like in passing. There was I don't think there were promotional materials for it. Doesn't seem like it. I don't think there was like a like a documentary or a lead up no. video. I think we're just used to the UFC package. Yeah, right. The treatment. It, yeah, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of boxing, mm-hmm. how about Tyron Woodley? Do you, uh, you know what his prediction is? What's his prediction? You're never gonna believe it. Third round KO. KO? I'm like three mm. third round? Are you serious? Mm. It should be a first round KO prediction. What's Tyrell Woodley doing? He's defeated. He's mentally N- defeated. You think? Jake's gonna beat him, dude. Don't say that. How how when third he got his round K- KO? Didn't he get his his KO against Josh Koscheck like in the later rounds? How did he I'm gonna look up his 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 streak he of would. KOs? Why do you say that he's mentally defeated already? Dude, why wouldn't he say first round KO? He's being realistic. He that's what he envisioned. Right? So Look, are, are you telling me that Okay, you know what? Okay, Let's go. Examine on. the positives, right? So he's saying I guess what he's saying is he respects Jake Paul as a boxer. I guess so. So he respects him enough that he feels Jake is going to last three rounds. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm looking at it. Um, most of his KOs or TKOs end in the first or second. Right. So mm. third round. But that's strange. The, but here's the thing. This is MMA. Like you know, people don't have their guard up most of the time. So I have a feeling he wants to be able to test the waters with him. Third round KO. What is there? Is there a th- like I know Art of War, right? You you got to psych out your opponent, but is there something wrong with saying third round KO and it's a eight round? Is it an eight round fight or a twelve round fight? I don't. Even, I have no idea. It's on Showtime, so. Mm-hmm. What does it I say? I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a red flag just yet. You don't think it's a red flag? I don't think it's a red. I feel like this is good. This is the type of realism that he needs to come into with this fight. He can't come in and be like Ben Askren. Like, I'm just going to bully this guy. Like, I think respecting him is a good thing to have in his mindset. So he won't get KO'd. Okay. Here's his his official statement. Okay. Okay. On why it's a third round. Woodley said, first round sounds cocky. Sounds dope. But I just know that if I'm fighting Tyrone Woodley, everyone is going to tell him to cover up. Whether the storm... Clinch him, grab him, keep him away from you, stay at a distance, watch out for the right hand. He's mm-hmm. right. That's He's true. Right. That's yeah. true. So, yeah, I guess a third round knockout makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, now that he says that, right? Um, I like, I like his mindset. I like how calculated he's being about right. this. He's not taking it. He's not. He's not doing like Ben Askren. Like, oh, whatever. I'll just put on some gloves. Do this. I think he's taking this real serious. Also, he just revealed his game plan, but that's a different story. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's not really his game. I mean, I think that's what everyone knows. Like, that's what the the, the casuals know. I, I think. I really want Tyrone Woodley to win, dude. I really it's... want him to win. Do you want him to win more than 
Amara. <laughs> like, no! I mean, no. Yeah. You you when realize if it, it, when more than who? When more than I was gonna say Kamara Usman, but he was the one. Kamara Usman was on the beat him. And oh yeah, that's, dude. That, that's I, I love Kamara. I love Kamara. Yeah, you like him now. I only I like <laughs> the Kamara Usman Woodley fight. Because you didn't like Woodley. Exactly, and I still don't like Woodley, but I want him to win this one. And after you can't, that, I can you go can't, back to disliking him. You can't go into this fight with that energy, this. man. I just, I don't dislike Tyron Woodley. I respect Tyron Woodley as a fighter. He's dope. Mm-hmm. And I want him to beat Jake Paul. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'll be Who a Tyron would, Woodley fan. If he beats you would be. Would you buy his merch? I'll buy his merch. I'll buy his wow. CDs. You would? I'll buy his CDs. I'll buy all the CDs. All right, here, here's the thing. If he does win, uh, you have to change your ringtone to his rap. 100%. If you would he do wins, that? I will stream his songs on Spotify for like a week straight. Wow. I'll do that. Bold statement. I'll, do that. I'll leave okay. it on repeat. I'll leave Beach my computer on for a week straight. Beach OAS. The whole, every the... song. Every uh, song. On repeat for a week. So okay. Tyron, if you're listening, that's what's your, your here. Spotify numbers are going to go up, Tyron. Spotify numbers are going to blow up. <laughs> launch into the stratosphere uh, devil's advocate what if he loses be very disappointed be yeah very disappointed i'm gonna be i'm still not gonna buy into jake paul hype if he wins because i'm just having trouble believing that these are real fights if we look at the uh, like predictions if tyron wins what's next for both of them if tyron loses what's next for both of them I think if Tyrone wins, I think he'll probably want to come back to the UFC. You think? Yeah, or rematch with Jake Paul. That'll do well, numbers. Oh, yeah. Or fight Logan. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to go back to UFC, but yeah, I have a feeling he might like that celebrity boxing money. Yeah. I think Tyrone Woodley, believe it or not, is in a great position. Right, mm-hmm. because he struggled with the fans, myself included. You know this, yeah. But you know, if he beats Jake Paul, everyone's gonna be Team T Wood. True, right? And that's something he desperately needs to win over the fans. Mm-hmm. And this might be it. And if he gets it done, there's not gonna be a single person who's gonna say I don't like Tyrone Woodley. That's Maybe. what's at stake for T Wood. Yeah, that's true. And okay, so you mentioned that. What if he loses? What's next for Jake Paul? Is he actually gonna go for a real opponent now? Or are we just gonna disclose that Tyron wasn't a real opponent? If he, Jake wins, I'm gonna no. be like, all right, he's cherry picking his opponents. Yeah. Cause Dana White made a great point. He hasn't <laughs> he hasn't won since 2019. Mm-hmm. He's lost the last four of his fights. And he's really got nothing to lose. Right? So if Jake wins, I'm not going to... This is It's not going to be a good time. I'll tell you that. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to be a good time. And whoever he fights next is probably going to be another 40-something UFC fighter. That's probably what's going to happen. Or, or, or a oh, boxer. God, Tyron, please win. Please it's gotta, win. It's got to be Dylan Denise. Bro. Mm. I thought he was fighting KSI. <laughs> That'd be a good fight too. I think that's 
well, if he wants to enter the world of celebrity boxing, yeah, but I don't. I think Dylan could take on a bigger opponent or a, a more seasoned opponent. That I is, think Dylan should do KSI, beat him, and then and call. But then KSI beat Logan Paul, so it's like, why? Why would so, yeah. he go? Down? Yeah, I right? mean, yeah, that's a that's a good. You know, like what better thing for Dylan to say than say I beat the guy to beat you? That's true. All right. Oof. And Jake's never fought KSI. So Oof. if Dylan beats KSI, that's kind of like revenge for Logan mm-hmm. and his, I guess, pseudo match with KSI through Dylan Dennis. Logan is actually zero and three in his boxing. That's terrible. But he's still getting them. Uh, anyway, that's a, it's a slippery slope to go under. Let's it not is do a that. Slippery slope. It's Dude, they're close, more though. Woodley versus mm-hmm. Paul is August twenty eighth. Yeah, it is. Oh wow, really? August? That's Wait, true. no, we're gonna have Connor first. Oh, we're gonna have Connor first for sure. Yeah, and unfortunately, we do we have a, a replacement for Holloway versus Yair? Because I'm looking at the UFC, uh, UFC, um, uh, what's that like schedule? Wow, Makachev on there, so I guess yeah, figured out. Yeah, because the, the the co-main event is Makachev. Yeah, big prospect. I'm so excited for yeah, July 11th. Korean Zombie's not gonna be ready in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Calvin, not. He just he's Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater. Wait, isn't Calvin in a fight now? Like, is he scheduled for anything? Trying to look, but yeah, that would be a good one. Calvin Cater, super durable against Yair. He doesn't have a fight yet. Who did Yair knock out again with that like weird elbow that you were talking about? Um, Korean Zombie. Oh, right, right, right. Knockout. Shout out to Korean Zombie, by the way. Legend, bro. He's a legend. Be Dan fifty k Ige. Yeah. Ige. Did you see what he said about Max Holloway? No, what do you say? He's like, Max Holloway doesn't have any power. I would totally beat him. Who said this? Korean Zombie in English. Oh, He's yes, like, yes, yes. I saw that. I saw that. How badass is that? Have they fought? They haven't fought, right? They haven't fought. Oh, that's a good fight. That's a, that's a good call that's out, too. That's a good fight. Can you, actually, it makes sense because Max really is just vol- He's a volume puncher. Yeah. He doesn't have that one shot, one kill. He and doesn't. You, you can't kill the zombie, dude. Oh. You can't kill the zombie, dude. Only a year can kill the zombie with the, the weird overhead. Elbow. Yeah, elbow. Yeah, I that's much year. deserved. That was I so good. Year, dude. I love your year. Like yeah, year. Yeah, I think Calvin Cater is a good, good replacement. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good fight. Fingers crossed that happens. And he just wow. lost to Mac, so you know that's. Uh... Didn't he fight Jeremy Stephens recently? Okay. So his latest fight was Max. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy Stephens actually has a match coming up against Matsuez Gamrot. Strongest. <laughs> strongest pusher. In pusher. The UFC. <laughs> yeah. They don't move. They don't move when I push them. <laughs> <laughs> and also, wow, uh, we also have Hall versus Strickland. There's a lot of fights to look forward to. Canyonier versus Gastelum. Oh, yeah, big fight. Those are good Two- ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan Hall Whitaker versus pulled out, right? Yeah, he did, unfortunately. Dude, that guy's always injured. Whitaker. Wait, Robert Whit. Wait, 
aren't they supposed to be scheduled like him and Izzy? Like they he didn't pull out of anything yet. I think it's Gas. Oh, Whitaker pulled out out of his fight with um, Whitaker, uh, Gastelum. Oh, okay. Cannonier replaced him. Mm. So that's lame. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So on the horizon for UFC events, this is the half year show. Like we're halfway through the year. Any upcoming fight fight that that isn't booked yet that you want booked? Can I just say Cyril Gain looks exactly like Anthony Joshua? <laughs> it's I'm true. Like, oh, is that Anthony Joshua? He's the UFC? Oh, no, it's not. It's Cyril Gain. Cyril Gain. Um, so, yeah, any fight that, that isn't booked yet that you want booked, like, right away. Let me look at the rankings. Let me look at the rankings. I would, honestly, the first thing that comes to my head, let's get uh, Derek Lewis and Nganu happening already. Yeah. And I want to see Usman versus Covington, dude. I need to see it. I need to see it. What if that's a year-end pay-per-view? I'll probably do it in New York. Yeah. That's going to be huge, dude. New York. And I Uh, want to see... mm -hmm. I want to see Nate fight one more time this year. Nate? I want want Nick to come out already and fight someone. Who, who, Who would Nate fight, though? Who would Nate fight? I don't know. Oh, you anyway, know what? Actually, yes. <laughs> oh, George Masvidal. That's true. George yeah. Masvidal. That's gonna be good. Yeah, they can they can book that tomorrow. It yeah, should be they fine. Can book that tomorrow, hundred uh, percent. Actually, you know, what? before the year ends, I want Oliveira to defend his championship against the winner of. He should. Yeah, he should. I hope and he's the- not gonna be that kind of champion. He's like, I'm gonna wait. No. Nah, I don't think he took this long. I think 100% Oliveira faces the winner of Dustin versus Conor. Yeah. That's like a dumb deal. Mm-hmm. Imagine Connor versus Oliveira. That's going to be a good fight, dude. Not, not, bigger, than, not bigger than Dustin versus Oliveira. Oh! The uncrowned champ. <laughs> Connor's going to win, dude. I can Fool's gold. What with that one, two, one, two, one, two. Dude, that's a style. You know how hard that is? That's hard, dude. I know, but don't come in boxing like that, Connor. Let's go. Like, mix dude, it up. No, that's Let's a drill. That's an actual boxing I know. Drill. I know it is. I know it is. I know. Silly. You silly dude. goose. Dude. This is what they said about Connor playing touch butt in the park. And look what happened. He knocked out Aldo he's not, in 13 seconds. He, he's not playing touch butt, though. He should he's be doing weird butt. stuff. You should to. you should be less concerned when Connor's doing weird stuff. Less concerned when he's doing weird stuff, yeah, or when he's not that's doing. When it. He's like that's when he's on when he's doing weird stuff. Yeah, so when he's doing weird stuff, I that's should like be a concerned. good sign. That's a good like sign. if he's doing basic shit, like mitts and like just kicking the bag or whatever, or just something that looks that be you can't concerned. make fun of. Uh huh. Then you need to be concerned. Uh-oh. Okay. Then you need to be like, that's right, that's Connor, that's the trend. Okay. Yeah. But if he's doing like the weird, like, you know. Yeah, like the what's that? The stretchy wiggle, wiggle, yeah. the wiggle, diggle. Mm-hmm. That's when you should be like, all right, Connor's. That's the real Connor right there. Oh, no. So. And what's Dustin doing? He's spar- hard sparring. flavors of his hot sauce. He's he's getting on Colby uh, Covington's video. Like, he's, he's going to oh, release did you, that did video. You see, did you see the message I sent you about Connor? Uh, what had a black guy? Yeah, he had a mouse in his. Yeah, he was hard sparring. I had a mouse. 
Yeah, like a small uh, mouse in his eye. Yeah, the black yeah. mouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's dude, what they call it sparring. though. Um, yeah. So he's hard sparring. So that's good. that. That's conventional though. That's new. No, that's new for Connor. Yeah, he's never. I've never seen him with that. Exactly. Uh oh. So he's putting in the rounds. Oh, I think he. In the rounds. I think he got hard. He got knocked out. No, no. No, you don't get knocked out, dude. So how confident are you? Like, be honest. How confident are you? I want to say my gut says 90%. 90. Okay. What's the what's the 10? Where's that coming from? The 10 is just, you know, the intangibles. (laughs) I thought Connor was the intangible. Connor is the intangible. That's why. So it's Uh like what headspace he's gonna be at when he comes back. Uh-huh. No, the 10% comes from the build up to the fight. Mm, okay. Is he gonna feed off the crowd? Is he gonna do his media? Is he gonna be um is he gonna talk trash or is he gonna be a nice guy or is he gonna be a little bit of both? So so that's the 10%, right? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh-oh. All those things, all those telling things about Connor. What if he comes in like he trash talks, he does it, but when he's in the cage, he starts dancing. I'll, I'll know. I'll, I'll know. Uh-oh. He's dancing. Will, yeah, Stop I will, dancing. I will be able to tell the outcome of the fight as soon as he walks out. <laughs> as soon as he walks out. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll be like, yo, boy, check this out. He's walking out. He looks happy. He's going to win. But or, uh-huh. if he comes out like he came out again. You, you last... know what we should do? I would really love this. Or one of the first YouTube videos we should do. Yeah, we should, we should we should do like a super analysis of the walkout. Walkout <laughs> interview. Or like yeah, 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 I know what you mean. I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should All do that. All my personal like tell tell tales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he starts doing that, uh oh, it's like, done. When I saw that, I was like, it's done. There's what no I'm way. doing, ladies and gentlemen, is that weird uncle dance that yeah, that's, Connor was like, doing while doing here. Yeah. While I Dustin when was I saw it, out. I was like, mm-hmm. that's 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 a wrap. What actually what what wrap. made me like really confident in Dustin is how he walked out. He looked like ready. Yeah, he looked he was, ready. Yeah. Well, because like, you know Dustin, he just wasn't rattled. Yeah, he wasn't. Connor anymore. didn't rattle him. He doesn't have that aura anymore. You know, so Connor Connor has to play his game, the mm. whole game. Nothing but the game. <laughs> right, so he's got he's got to do his Connor thing. All right. Okay. That's good. I'm excited. We should do that. We should work on that. Yeah, we should. We should. That's a good video. Oh, That's gonna be all right. Video. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're going to be the only ones on YouTube with that video for sure. Yeah. Also, maybe put it on Facebook or something. We yeah, can. Yeah. Let's do we'll it. Do Facebook lives. Or Twitch well, lives. What we can do is if we want to just record it, like without much of the editing, we could actually just do it here on Zoom and yeah, we'll post it. Or you upload. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just upload it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I think that's a wrap. We're already hitting the past the 30 minute mark. Boom. Any final thoughts, final words before Legend we wrap this baby? Stuff. This was crazy. We just hit record. We're catching up actually. Yeah, we do, baby. <laughs> um, final thoughts. Well, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you don't already, share the podcast, tell your friends, like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And something that Poch and I worked on outside the podcast. We did a little a little bit of voice acting for a few friends, mm-hmm. a grounded PH. Oh, follow them. It's like a children's mm-hmm. they have like a series of children's audio stories that Poch and I did um voiceovers for. So check that out. All you got to do mm-hmm. is 
um, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Grounded PH, and it should be like some of their latest latest episodes, right? Mangrove Boom. Forest and the Coral Reef. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. We doing you're doing in between episodes, man. In between rounds, in between. We're always hustling. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. We so always hustling, always working, bro. And we hope well, we gotta eat. talk about that mm-hmm. anchor thing. We gotta talk about that. Anchor yeah, thing. we do. We do. Yeah, some changes coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Hope each and every one of you are also hustling and taking care in these crazy times. Most importantly, watching UFC and listening to this podcast. 100%. So, on behalf of Gabe and me, Botch, this has been this week's episode of In Between Rounds, and we will see you at the next round. Peace. Be good. You've been listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pacha Strada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are available to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more content and updates, please follow us on Instagram at InBetweenRoundsPH.